Welcome to Sisterly Insights, an opportunity to explore ideas and philosophies that can help you live a fuller, empowered life through meditation and so much more. I'm your host, Debbie Mueller. As the founder of Patterns for Living, I'm dedicated to guiding people in how to make healthy choices to bring their lives into balance. The conversations shared here are offered to give you an opportunity to look more deeply into your personal experience and delve into concepts that can help you find ways to make life more enjoyable and joyful. If you want to participate in a meditation experience, join me at Sisterly Insights The Practice when you are in a quiet place and time. The guided meditations will help you assimilate the information presented in our conversations. I'm joined today by the Ohm sisters, Jeannie, Paulette, and Shirley. We welcome you to this episode's conversation. Hello. Hi. Hi. Amelia is not with us today. She is our athlete, and she's off on a competition. We'll check in with her next time. In our last conversation, we talked about the four fundamental choices. Knowing that you can make these choices every day helps you to begin to create what you want in your life. Today, we're going to look at the formula for creating what you want and discuss how this works. The five steps are conceive it, write it down, say it out loud to someone you trust, choose it, and then act without struggling. Jeannie, those first three steps seem simple enough, but why are they so important in actually creating? I think one of the things that hit a nerve for me was when you shared um, and compared the process to a remodeling project and having a plan. And I think because I'm in the middle of one, that really, like a light bulb went on for me. (laughs) And for me, conceiving it is truly uh, identifying what my wants are. Mm -hmm. It starts that process. Yeah. And at times it's challenging because there's so many wants that mm-hmm. it really, it, it, it forces you to really narrow it down to a specific one at that moment that mm-hmm. you are um, going to say, this is it. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to work on. Mm-hmm. And then writing it down, for me, it commits me to take action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and seeing it written down Uh, I think it just connects the next dots for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And then saying it out loud gives me a sense of accountability to then take the steps towards the action of what I want. Mm -hmm. And so I I feel like it's the foundation to moving forward. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a good foundation, then the process isn't going to necessarily go anywhere. So for me, I feel that's why it's so important. Right, right. And I, and I guess so often people do the, the conceptual aspect of this, but then they don't follow through with the writing it down and the actual saying it out. And so it kind of stops them. I mean, so many times we see that people actually have come up with great ideas, but that's the end of it. Sure. They may can. share it, yeah. but the fact they didn't write it down took away something. 
What what do you think it takes away when you don't write it down? For me, ownership. I, if I see it, I own it. It's mine. And seeing it puts it in my mind's eye. It's mm -hmm. one thing to just think about it in a thought. But when I write it down, I, I feel committed to it. I, for mm -hmm. me, it's a real connection. And I, by writing it and saying it out loud, it sounds silly, but I almost want to compare it to when I prepare for a test. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, it would be if whatever I was studying... I would think about what that was I was studying. I'd write it down. And maybe I'd write it a few more times to really cement it for myself. Because mm -hmm. then I could see it in my mind's eye. Mm -hmm. And I felt it became a part of my being. Like, it becomes a part of right. me. And then I, I just see it, and it's there. And then saying it out loud, mm -hmm. especially to someone that I trust... I feel a sense of commitment to what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and I'm going to follow through with it, mm -hmm. than to just think the thought, because thoughts can be fleeting. Yes, yeah. yes, that's exactly it. Thoughts yeah. can be fleeting. and But saying it out to someone, and, and it is so important that you can trust them, because you're not looking for, in the process of creation, you are not looking for someone else's input. You've already taken all of that. That's been part of your conceptualization. When you conceive it, you're taking in all those other thoughts that other people have, have given to you over the years or over the days or over the minutes that you're actually coming up with an idea. But at the same time, you don't need someone making a judgment call in the process of, of this creation. So you want someone you can trust to listen to you, maybe ask questions but clarifying questions, not something that actually is trying to talk you out of or shift what it. You want, or shift mm -hmm. it, maybe shift it to what they want. Right. Exactly, because that is so critical. It has to be what you want. And that's why this is so important. Um, the, surely the fourth step, choosing what you want. It might seem a bit confusing, but what does that really mean and why is it necessary? To me, when you choose it is when you stop and you really listen to yourself, mm -hmm. to your heart, and mm -hmm. you make that final commitment um, and you look at it to be sure that it really is something that you want, that you aren't influenced by someone on the outside. You look at it and you make that connection to it. You sort of bring it into yourself to be sure that it's really yeah. what you want yourself. And once you're, you're sure that it's something that you're willing to make that commitment to, mm -hmm. then you've chose that particular whatever it is mm -hmm. for yourself. Yeah. And, and the interesting thing is you're choosing what you want. And I, the, the key element of this concept is that you choose what you want, not what you think is possible. And it's when you're in that process of actually choosing, visualization of actually saying, I choose this result, I want this, right. that it becomes so powerful yes. because it allows you then to really acknowledge, I want this. doesn't matter if I can have it. doesn't matter if it's easy. This is what I really want. Right. Because ultimately... The universe will help us to really get what we need. But 
if we let somebody else influence us, we're not choosing it. And so that becomes so critical. It, it's not a simple thing to choose. And sometimes as you put things out there, you may have accomplished those first three steps. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to the choosing part, you realize, oh, not mine. And it, it really is so important because yeah. you can't move on from there. You're right. It's a critical step. Yep. And then the fifth step, however, may be the hardest in some ways. But Paulette, how do you approach taking action but not struggling when you're in this creative process? I think I've, I had my aha moment <laughs> when mm -hmm. we were just talking about this. I have somewhat in my mind, we're talking about relationships. Mm -hmm. I have somewhat in my mind of the type of relationship I would like. I don't spend a lot of time there because I'm so busy, you know. Mm -hmm. But I have other people telling me how I should, mm -hmm. you know, um, how I should approach getting what I want. Mm -hmm. But that's not what I feel comfortable with. So I'm letting outside, here's the way I look at it, I'm letting all these outside forces telling me how I should approach mm -hmm. finding a relationship. And I don't want that approach. So as a result, I've stopped my creative process. Oh. Oh, yes. So because I'm saying, no, this is not what I want. So I've lost sight of what I want, stopping what they think I should have. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's a constant state of re-evaluation. Yes. As you move into the act, but don't struggle. Right. Exactly. Interesting. That's yes. I just, aha. Uh -huh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that is so great because as we do really move through this, things can change. Our, our awareness of what we really want can get sharper and more focused. Yes. And that may require some changes. And then it's about actually coming back and saying, yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I choose it again. And now I've got to take slightly different actions. I think I have to look inside for direction, not outside for direction. Yeah. You know, look, look to the inner self of what yeah. does the inner self require and would be happy. and Yeah. Because it and seems like if you get into the struggle point, yeah. then you start creating your own roadblocks. Yes. That Ooh. then stops the whole process. Exactly. Because, yeah. and that's probably why it's so important to recognize this step as mm -hmm. act without struggle. Right. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have that important qualifying mm -hmm. part to the statement, mm -hmm. we may be having action, but the action may be stopping moving forward yeah right right so yeah because are the actions really taking me where i want to go yeah. or like paulette just said taking me where somebody else yeah. thinks i should go so i'm going to just stop the whole process i'm stopping mm -hmm. and that's process. my action that's my yeah. action but it isn't the action of the creative process right. you're trying to achieve right. so mm -hmm. but you also have to be ready to choose mm -hmm. oh yeah that right. is so critical if you're not ready to make that choice yet Right. Mm -hmm. And that's okay if you're not. Yeah. So then you, need to, then you need to go back to conceiving something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
because just because at that time the one item that may be on your want mm -hmm. you're not in a place to conceive and choose it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. then it's time to go to or, or make space for it in your life exactly. yeah yeah exactly. maybe you know the, right now there's not the space for it so yeah right. there's always that that energy of well yeah, gosh i should want this I should want this. Everyone's telling me. Everyone's right. telling me I should. But it, the reality is it has to come back to your own conception, your own what you want. Mm -hmm. In order to create the life you want, it has to be what you want. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that doesn't fit into the societal norms mm -hmm. of what everybody else wants. So it becomes really, really important to step back for a minute. And start again. And That's start why it's again. a process. It's not a it's not a journey that starts here and ends there and now it's over. It really is a process that although on your journey you're implementing this process, you're doing it over and over and over again. And like the fundamental choices, sometimes there are choices you have to make every day. And you have to walk through this process for certain topics, certain issues every day. So, can you each share a situation where you use these steps and got what you wanted? Shirley, how has this formula worked in your life? Well, when we first started this process, I wasn't sure that it was going to work. Mm -hmm. So I decided to use it on something that I considered fairly simple. Mm -hmm. And I uh, was looking through this magazine. I saw a chair that I liked that was outrageously expensive. And I tore it out of the magazine because I loved it. it. I just thought it was fabulous. And I took the chair and I stuck it on my bulletin board. And I said, I want this chair. And I went through the whole process mm -hmm. thinking I am not going to. At first, I thought I wasn't going to get this chair. But I went through the process and I decided I was going to get it. Mm -hmm. And every day when I got up, I'd look at the chair and I'd go through the process in my mind. And um, one day I was camping and I went into this thrift store with my husband and I looked and the chair was in this thrift store. <laughs> I could not believe it. I, I was totally blown away. I looked over at my husband and he looked at me and I went, my chair. He goes, you're right. It's your chair on the bulletin board. We went over, and it was so inexpensive, we couldn't mm -hmm. believe it. It had been reupholstered just recently. You could tell it had just been redone. Wow. And we had an RV, and we couldn't fit it in the RV. So, um, unfortunately, this store wouldn't put it on hold for you, they said. and uh, But we went ahead, we bought it, and they held it for us until we could come back with the truck and pick it up. And... It worked. Yeah. I mean, it works. It can work for something very simple like picking up something that you wanted. I'm not saying, going to say that it happened overnight. It took several months, right. but we got my chair. <laughs> I mean, it worked. And mm -hmm. <laughs> still, every time I think about it, I'm blown away. Mm -hmm. So it can work for something very simple like that, or it can mm -hmm. work for something very complicated, mm -hmm. um, or very heart wrenching, or something that, you know. You're, you really love. just um, takes more time and you have to have a little more energy behind yes, it. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, so that's incredible. That's my example. I love that. That's, yeah. that's incredible. I love it too. It was really fun. 
<laughs> so, Paulette, what's been your experience? You know, it's interesting. I look back. We we did this process back in 2010. That was probably the last time we did it, yeah. Yeah, back yeah. in 2010. And I look back on my notes, and I had wanted uh, to replace my, I, I wanted to put hardwood floor downstairs. I needed new hardwood, replace my carpeting, hardwood floor. I needed my downstairs painted furniture. I needed my house painted on the outside. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, and financially, you know, we were just recovering from a bad economy. I was, didn't even sure I was going to be able to keep my house. Right. But I kept writing these things down mm -hmm. um, every morning. I wrote this down. New paint, new blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? I have right now new hardwood floor, new mm -hmm. furniture, painted downstairs, and my outside of my house has been painted. Wow. So it and took some roof. time, but it's done. But it, but that's a lot. Yes, I, mean, I was, I was yes. asking for quite a bit. So, yes, you were. And, and it's all done. Mm -hmm. So now I'm starting the process for my upstairs. All right. Yes. So, I mean, it's amazing. I look back on I went, oh, my goodness, this all happened. Yes. Except the new windows, but I didn't write that every day. So so, so you've got to remember. <laughs> i got to get more detail. Yes, it's, and it's, that's it's it. Project. The clearer your vision, the clearer the conception is, the clearer you can make it materialize in your writing. Yes. And the more you can share it out and hear it and make the adjustments, the better able you are to really choose it. Then you're able to say, yeah, that's what I want. I really do want that. I think writing it helps you to really believe it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then you're ready to choose it. And if you can choose it, and you can say, yes, this is what I want. I want to create this result in my life. And see, the, again, I would go back to the struggle thing. I had no struggle with that. I just wrote right. it down. And whatever mm -hmm. happened in that time frame, it happened. I didn't put a time limit. I didn't do it the way somebody else wanted me to do it. I just wrote it down. Mm -hmm. I looked for things over the years, paint colors and things like that, and... So you took the action. I took the action. But you didn't struggle with it. And look, it's done. It's done. Wow. And you know what I had fun too was with sharing it. Because yeah. since it was up on the bulletin board in my quilting room, yeah. when my quilting friends would come over, they'd go, oh, what is this? And I, I got to share the process oh, with yeah. all of them. And, go, and they'd all go, oh, surely. You know, like, like I was crazy. I'd go, no, I'm, I am going to get the chair. And this is how I'm going to get it. And when my husband would come over, did you tell someone else again? <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, yes, I did, and I am getting that chair. Yeah. <laughs> you go, yeah, honey. It was just so much fun. I yeah. know, it is yeah. fun. Yeah, it is. It's a very fun process. And when you get it, you're like, oh, oh, I think what's really fun is when you look back on your yes. writings. Yes. And you go, whoa, that really yes. did happen. Because I set it in motion. Yeah. This is all about setting it in motion. If we don't do the starting steps, nothing's going to move. So, Jeannie, what did you face where you used this process to get what you wanted? Well, mine is different from everybody else's because mine wasn't things like this. It uh -huh. was more personal in the sense that I had set back looking at our notes to be... Um, fit, mentally alert, and full of energy. I, cho I This is 
conceived it, I chose mm -hmm. it, I wrote it, I did the whole process. And it's so interesting because as I was looking at what I had done and what I achieved and where I'm at now, mm -hmm. and it's it's all still there. I look mm -hmm. at the, the supportive things I was choosing to do as a part of making this, the actions. Right. And, and I'm doing it, I'm still doing it now. Yeah. And so it's really rewarding to look at something for a personal goal for yourself that you want and see how long ago we had done this exercise yeah. and mm -hmm. then look at this mm -hmm. now and go through all of the challenges since this was done years ago and that it still is is something that I want to attain and keep in my life mm -hmm. and I have uh, I think says a lot to the fact that I'm still doing it and it's yeah. a part of my life and yes and it's taken me through a lot of up and down struggles during the years uh, so it really works yeah well, I think I, of all the people I think Jamie's made the greatest um, oh I agree per, as a, on a personal level I think she's made and, the greatest and strides. Amelia and I mean yeah. I know she's not here but you know yeah. she really Absolutely. has made some amazing strides especially yes. with the struggles as we all you know have different things we go mm -hmm. through but she's gone through some heavy loads in the last few yeah. years. Yeah. Right. <laughs> As I had gone through a few. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've all gone yeah, through, but gone through. some of us had some thicker waves of it. Yeah. Um, but then you look at the process and realize what you've written down and made this mm -hmm. commitment for what you want for yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're able to see how it really carries you through yeah. year after year. It's really rewarding and encouraging to keep continuing to pick more of what you want, receiving right. more, right? Because it works. And one of the foundational um, teachers that I had, Robert Fritz, who wrote the Path of Least Resistance, that really set a lot of this in motion for me. And then through my my teacher Shirley Snurl, that really kind of expanded it and, and took that scope to the next level. And then I've been able to take it and add more to it. Because we each had our own vision of it. And we each were able to then grow and build it on top of the, the, the foundation that each of us had. And the thing that I really still hold very clearly in my mind is when he says the path of least resistance doesn't necessarily mean the easy path. That it really, what that really means is getting to what you want. And sometimes that's going to take some effort and making some choices and giving some things up and choosing to do something that you might not have done otherwise because you really want something. And that becomes your path of least resistance. That becomes the way you get there. That's the way you can creatively pattern your life to have what you want have the life you want. I feel that's been one of the most enlightening statements tonight is what mm -hmm. you just said. Yeah. Is that it isn't that it's the easiest path. Right. 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 And that to me says so much on how I'm gonna look at things now. Shifts it. You know, it shifted well, yeah, it. Yeah, because me. I think a lot of out there in in the land where people will use creative visualize and uh, visualize it and you could have it. It's not that way right there's the, the process it's not like okay 
Yeah, I love. I have visualized a Bentley, and yeah, <laughs> and it this, shows up, and right? It shows up. <laughs> have this Bentley. I mean, you have to be realistic, and mm -hmm. you know, you have your dreams and everything, but um, but you you do need the steps. Yeah, you need the you steps. Just, yeah, and you need to be honest about mm -hmm. what you want. Right. You know, go, go, go back to your Bentley. If your Bentley is what you really want and you say it and you choose it and you follow the steps and then that beautiful Ferrari shows up, you're going to say no? Nope. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it really is about, there has to be some flexibility on that. And you will get the thing that really meets the underlying right. need if you follow this process. And sometimes it really is the chair. The chair. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's, wow, it's that wonderful experience of feeling and growing and moving through life in a way that's just so much more than what you had experienced before. So really, really important. These steps are so, they seem so clear. But they are something you have to really practice. It truly is a process that requires your dedication and your commitment. And that's what you've all said for that. So finally for this session, what's the most important single message you can share with listeners about the five steps of creation? Jeannie? Oh, that's a toughie. Um, I think that there's a lot of power in it. You have a lot of power if you use this, this whole, mm -hmm. the steps and cycle of creating it, it, you have the power. Mm -hmm. You have the power. Yeah. Yeah. Paulette? Um, I firmly believe that you have to believe, mm -hmm. that you have to put it out there and believe that it's possible. Mm -hmm. And like Dee Dee said, it's the power, but you have to deepen your gut believe it too. And, and you deserve it. it. Yes, yes, and you deserve yes. it. Yes. And we'll talk about that in a future conversation. Yeah. But that is really an important piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shirley, how about you? The process does work. I think that's the most important message, is the process does work. You have to be willing to work at the process. Yeah. Oh, right. Perfect. Yeah. 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 And you can make that work fun. It's yes, absolutely. Um, like your chair. Yes, like <laughs> my chair. And it works not only with physical things, but emotional things. It works mm -hmm. with relationships. Mm -hmm. um, Every area of our life. Absolutely. Every area of our life, we can create what we want. Yes. And when we create what we want in every area of our life, we have the life we want. Yes. And that's mm -hmm. so amazing. It is amazing. It's a True. wonderful thing. So we're going to revisit all of this in our own group. And we are so happy that you joined us today. To take these ideas even further, please listen to Sisterly Insights, The Practice, to participate in a guided meditation. Thank you for joining us for our conversation and exploration of the process of creating what you want in life. We hope you'll follow us for future conversations. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a comment and tell us why, or send us an email at sisterlyinsights at patternsforliving.com.